Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. This is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 17. I am your host, The Grey Knight, and I am recovering from a bout of bronchitis. So, tonight, a couple of pieces that I think fit the theme of my recovery. They have been previously recorded, so thank you very much for maybe listening again to some of, well, what can I say? A theme of audios that I hope fits the <laughs> the motif of me being a little bit in recovery. First up, a piece called Bedrest. So, I'm not gonna lie, I'm still just a little bit under the weather, but I... I needed to tell you, for one, why my voice is a little bit distant right now, and two, why I'm making this recording. And, well, I'm lying back, getting a little bit of bed rest, and I couldn't stop thinking about you. The reception, coming back... All the uh, warm welcomes and everything else. I mean, it's a tremendous, tremendous turn on. And I. I just. I thought I was just gonna rest, get back into the swing of things. But I woke up with a huge, throbbing erection. And uh, it's just not going away. My mind keeps drifting back to you, and, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, what else am I going to do about it? What uh, would be absolutely wonderful is if I could call in like a head nurse, head being, of course, a double entendre, <laughs> and, you know, just sort of lay back and let her figuratively take my temperature, yeah, and uh, pass out right after, but second best thing is to tell somebody, I think, how much they've turned you on, why they've turned you on, and jump into it. I thought about this a fair amount on the plane ride home. I had a very long layover, and then, of course, a very long flight on top of that. And I was just looking around the plane and thinking, isn't it it so odd that nobody here would look at me and think that I have this persona, this hidden life? Uh, certainly none of them would (laughs) look at me and say lots of beautiful women cannot wait for you to return so that they can come to you and send you dirty messages and pictures and everything else. It's so wild. And because it escalated so, hmm, so gradually, I guess I never really... I guess it never really hit me, because it was just a a steady increase. Uh, 
But somehow that distance, that essentially one month off, really hit home when I was coming back. It just suddenly clarified how fucking lucky I am. Mm. And how fortunate I am. And how grateful I am. And yet, even after all of that, and that wonderful realization, what I really, really want is just for you to blow me. Oh, so selfish. So selfish. Because I know that I would not be reciprocating today. I know I'm still just a little too sick to, to give it my all, to go into it like that. But... Yeah, it's exactly what I want. I want you to come here, give me your mouth, and I'm not even talking about grabbing the back of your head or anything. I'm talking about laying there, eyes closed, hands behind my head, while you suck me off. Maybe even asking you to <laughs> keep going. After I finish and do it again. I don't know. So I'd have to, uh, I'd have to feel how it would go after, you know? And then, of course, that leads to questions like, where do you want my cum? Do you want it on my, f do you want it on your face? Do you want it to swallow it? Do you want it on your tits? Mm. Fun, fun, fun to think about. And just fuel for thought. If I wake up this aroused, sick, and alone... <clears throat> Just imagine, just imagine the beast that would wake up next to you. Mm -mm 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 -mm. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy what you do to me. That you make me feel this way. That you... Hmm. Just encourage the most dastardly parts of me. Oh. 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 Yes. Hmm. I would definitely need another blowjob after that. That cum was not good enough. 
Oh, the things I have to put up when I don't have you. <sighs> mm. Up next, a little piece that I call Lovesick. Mm. 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 I have missed you. I missed you a lot more than I thought I would. <laughs> Don't give me that face. I know. I know how I sound. I sound like a half-dead frog, but... When a man like me misses a girl like you as much as I do, you can't stop that. It's, it's like a force of nature. It's, uh, it's something that you can't just bottle up. So... I think we should be just a little bit risky. I think that you should walk on the wild side. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think you should get real close to me. And let me put my lips all over you. Let me put my hands all over you. Let me stroke you and pet you. And if you got sick, wouldn't that be worth it? <laughs> of course, I really have nothing to lose at this point, so... I mean, there's two ways to look at this. You can say, Oh, oh... I see what you're up to, mister. You're just trying to get into my pants. Or you can say, how flattering that this man, half dead, still trying to adjust to the time zone he's in, sick, needs, wants, desires to touch me more than regain his very own health. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would definitely prefer it if you chose option number two. You know what I realized when I was away? I realized how much I wanted to touch you. I think I'd forgotten that somewhere, but the absence, it somehow made it perfectly, perfectly clear. I want my hands all over your body, up and down and pressing into your skin. I want to just 
grab you, hold you, have you be close. Oh, doesn't that sound nice? Uh, see? I told you this would be worth getting sick for. <laughs> and some other time, I promise, we'll kiss and kiss and kiss. But right now, just, uh, just let me touch you. Let me drink you in with my hands. Let me show you how much bigger and wider my torso is than yours. Let me make you feel small and safe and bundled up. See, if this is how full of myself I am right now, just imagine what it's going to be like when I'm back to 100%. <laughs> in for some very trying times, but I believe you'll be able to rise to the occasion, just like me. Uh, 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 uh. Take it slow. Just let me guide your hand by the wrist to my already rigid cock. There you go. Mm. Wrap a hand around it, but go really, really slow and gentle. I want this to take a while. I want you to feel it coming up. Did you miss me as much as I missed you? I know you did, and I won't lie. That is a huge, huge turn-on. I want you to imagine just how hard I'm going to fuck you when I can smell your hair again, your skin. This is how much I need you at 50%. When I'm back to a hundred, you won't be able to throw me off with all your might. And yes, I'd very much like you to try. <laughs> oh, that's it. Grab a little bit more of that cock. Harder now. Show me how much you missed me. Show me that you want to play again. Just in case it wasn't entirely perfectly clear, I need your cum. Oh, I have missed it, and I do want it. So, while it would be nice to shoot this bottled-up load all over you, inside you, what we're really aiming for is your cum all over me.
So, do you think it's time to stop stroking your skin now? Maybe move to some other parts of you. Down your ribs. Up your hips. Just a quick grab of that ass. Just to say hello. Don't worry, little guy. I'll be spanking you in no time. (laughs) I love it when you shiver for me. Mm-mm. You keep facing away from me. We're going to stay in this spooning position. Oh, I know it's very unfair. But that's okay. I just want to feel you on my cock. And what I really need to do is stick just one finger into that beautiful, slick pussy. Ooh, I have missed you. Mm. And you don't even have to say that you missed me, too. There it is, there it is. Mm. 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 I love how wet you are for me. I love how your attention deviates from my cock to your pussy when I'm inside you. No, don't pick up speed now. I like it. I like it when you're just a little bit selfish because, let's face it, we both know that you'll give me absolutely anything I ask for. So, live it up. Enjoy it. Mmm. Let my thumb just very casually and very lightly play around your clit. There we go. But let's make absolutely certain you need to come for me. Mm-hmm. And you need to do it very, very soon. I'm a sick man. I could be dying. Who knows how much time I have left. (laughs) Come on, let's get those fingers in there a little bit faster. Let's play with that clit just a little bit more closer to center. And while we do, let me remind you, you're mine, you're mine, you're all mine. And let's hope that reminder sticks. I know you miss me, baby. I know you miss me because I missed you too. I know you missed me and my words and my cock. And don't worry, you're going to get them all. But right now, listen to the degradation of my voice. It is faltering and failing very quickly. So what I need for you is to come. Uh, Come for me, little girl. Come on. Come for me right now. I need you to fucking go for it. Deep and hard as you can. 
as you need to show that you missed me, to show that you wanted me back, to show that you just have as much fun with this as I do. Nothing is going to make me feel better than you coming for me. Come on, come on, get that pussy going. Come for me, come for me. Oh. Mm, you do make a dead man work for it. Oh, listen to how raw my throat is just for you. And I promise, we haven't even gotten started yet. Up next, it's the event that probably got me sick in the first place. A piece entitled, Cold Snap. I know... We just spent some time together yesterday, but I had to tell you that I was thinking about you all morning long. Like my sleep was restless and I couldn't quite figure out why. And then typically when I wake, I wake without any kind of need, but not today. Today I woke up and I had this instant desire for you, for getting my hands around you, for drawing you in close, for doing each and everything to you I could imagine. And I thought, that's rather odd. I'm normally not insatiable in any way. Not like that. So I evaluate it. Like I tend to do. Overthinking things. And guess what I discovered? It's the first cold morning after summer. Oh, and it's going to be a doozy of a day. The temperature swing is very, very dramatic. <laughs> mm. It's going to be rainy outside all day. Maybe a thunderstorm a little bit later. You can hear a little bit of the unprepared heaviness in my lungs because I didn't have the heavy blanket up and ready last night. And all it's making me want to do is fuck you, cuddle you, and fuck you, rinse, and repeat. That's it. I don't want to leave the house today. I don't want to do anything else. I just want to slide into you from behind. And ever since I realized that, I thought, well, I better tell. Otherwise, it would be rude. You don't want me keeping secrets, do you? <laughs> well, any more than I already do. Uh, 
keep flashing forward to this moment where the thunder begins. Because if you're anything like me, you love a thunderstorm. And that's the precise moment I begin to molest your tits for the first time all day. Just waiting for that thunder to do the work for me. Make your nipples a little bit harder. Make your heart race a little bit faster. And take advantage of it. Just stroke all around. Everything but the tip of your breasts. Until the last second where I tweak both nipples at once. Hopefully through some kind of thick fabric, right? I don't want you in lingerie on a snuggle day. I want you in... <laughs> I want you in that clothing that you purposely delay until the end of laundry week, like even a little bit past it maybe. I want you in the clothing that you don't want anybody to see you in. That's very comfortable and very easy to get in and out of. Because that sounds just about perfect. Hmm. It's weird when somebody, well, when two people really, who have such kinks and such fetishes and everything along the line, <laughs> along those lines, whoops, just want to have just a normal teenager in heat kind of uh, kind of day but I absolutely do normally I don't want to fuck until I'm empty I know that that's a little bit counter to common ideology but hear me out I always want a little bit left in the tank no matter what I'm doing. I want to have that little bit of reserve going, just in case. But today, I want to spend myself in and on you until I think that I'm empty, and then hope you have the strength to take a little bit more from there. Oh my god. God, that sounds amazing. And all of it just from straight up fucking. Sincerely, I just... <laughs> I just want to be inside you. I want to be inside you. I want to come. I want to finish. And I want to not leave. I want us to be that close. I want you to realize sometime after when you're involuntarily wiggling your ass or when you just offer me your neck on accident that I'm getting hard again because I'm pushing inside you again. Not for any other reason than that's where my cock just happens to be. <sighs> Thank <sighs> you.
<laughs> Doesn't it sound just perfect? Oh. And then just transitioning from that into kissing the back of your head into stroking you into anything nice and soft and sweet until you've had enough of that because it's very easy to grapple you or hold you in position and just start fucking you if you need a little bit of heart if you need a little bit of edge I'm all for it just so long as you keep giving me and giving me that pussy on a cold day. As long as you are that one thing that's offering me warmth. I don't want to stop fucking you from behind in these little three to five minute increments until you're ready to lay your head on my chest and just be done. I want to make you call me whatever name you whimper. When you're done, when you're tapped out. Oh my goodness. I should be insatiable more often. my favorite questions that I was asked recently also asked unfortunately not to be published <laughs> isn't that the way with all things interesting and they asked why would I go through all this effort to make women feel this or that when I could just quote unquote have them and I thought, that is a question I would love to answer. But, uh, of course, you know, I respect the please don't publish. So this is my way of sidestepping and getting around that. <laughs> Why make the effort when you can just have it? Because the effort is what makes it fun. Right? I hope you feel the same way. Because there are sex dolls that you can buy. And I don't want a human sex doll or a slave or anything along those lines. What I want is somebody who appreciates that just on occasion after a cold snap that I want to be inside them and never leave because they know 
that's not how it's going to be very often. And they enjoy that. I don't mean to be getting too philosophical on you. I just want you to know that I want you like this. And that I'll want you another way tomorrow. And another way the day after that. And that I will always strive to be good to you. In hopes. <laughs> That you always try and bring me something else as well. <sighs> mm. Oh. you ask very, very nicely, maybe that's exactly where I'll put it. <laughs> I said ask very nicely. Say please, Jack. Will you please put it on my... in my... Uh, you can tell that the blood flow is not entirely between my ears anymore. <laughs> but I want you to beg me all the same. Uh, after saying how much I need it and how much I want it, I want you to stroke my little boy ego and beg and whimper and come for me. Because if there's one reoccurring theme in these honest, direct talk <laughs> pieces, I promise you, it's that I get hard and my balls twitch when I think of you coming for me. <sighs> Say please. 
Oh, like I said, you can hear that heaviness in my lungs now. <laughs> oh. Mm. Mm, that was very nice. Now come here and get very, very close. Because in about 15 to 25 minutes, we're going to need to do that all over again. And in lieu of questions this week, I leave you with a orgasmic piece that ends in quite a bit of just silly talk. The title is Super Ramble. So, truth be told, I'm actually a little bit nervous about the whole uh, content blitz. And if I'm actually going to be able to do it this time. Just because of other stuff going on behind the scenes that are not very uh, Grey Knight related at the moment. And then I just... Without putting any of that out there, in fact, before I even put the announcement up, uh, I just got a lot of very nice things, very nice things in my inbox. A lot of pictures and raw, raw, raws and go get and yeah. <clears throat> so what that did, of course, is uh, turn me on very, very much indeed. And I thought, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> uh, even though I should probably save up every load. Mm, I'm really turned on. You guys really, really turned me on. So, it would be kind of unfair for me to come without you guys. You know, getting it since you gave it to me, don't you think? Uh, so I'm here in the darkness of pre-dawn before work.
Ah. <laughs> 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 
fuck unfair. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck unfair. Oh, it snuck up on me. <laughs> oh, you can probably hear me saying no in there. Because I didn't want that to happen. <sighs> Still a good one. Just not as good as if it just held out a little bit longer. <sighs> well, <laughs> the good news is, is that when I recover, I'll be raring to go for some of that Valentine's Day content. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> I hope, I hope you guys like it a bit more than uh, Christmas the Yuletide because this is really more of a mix, uh, more of a mix between things that you guys have been asking for and stories that I want to tell, so yay. <laughs> uh. Oh, see, now I just don't want to start my day. And it's all because of that sneaky little orgasm. All I want to do is just crawl back into bed with my snoring cat. <laughs> mm. Oh, well. Hmm. Yes, for real and for true, that orgasm was brought to you by all the pictures, all the little messages, and everything else I get on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. It really, truly was. It was just, uh, it's just, it was so perfectly timed. Uh, and I get like this every time before a blitz. I always look at it going, there's no way. <clears throat> There's no way, not this time. And then it's and then it's easy. <laughs> it's like going to the gym. It's just like I don't wanna, I don't wanna. And then I start, and I'm like, this is amazing. I don't. Why don't I live here? <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. So I don't mean to tempt and tease you too much, but. Just think, if you've sent a picture in in the last week, you may have been the last thing I saw in my mind's eye before I came. Like, you could be the reason for that sneaky orgasm. Just think about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's teasing. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have led with a, I don't mean to, because that was a tease. My bad. Oh, now I can't, I can't do proper microphone posture. So you're just going to have to deal with kind of a disembodied voice instead of a nice one. But I'm told that you guys like that all the time. You're like, oh, you're so good when you're natural. Which I interpret as 
I hear it the same way I assume a lot of women hear, you look so pretty without makeup. It's like, yeah, but I'm a lot sexier when I'm not natural, aren't I? Thank you. <sighs> Can I talk about XCOM real quick in my post-orgasm bliss? Oh, this game is hard, guys. <laughs> I completed the original on hard without losing a dude. Uh, that is not going to be the case with this game. People, people getting their, people getting their heads chopped off left and right. Like fuck. <laughs> oh. So much fun, though. So much fun. So, in order to help me write uh, TV pilots, I watch, get this, TV pilots. Um, and right now, what I'm working on is two individual one-hours. One that I've written before and one that's brand new. Uh, the brand new one, I've gotten to the end, but then I was like, ah. So, I have been looking at every one-hour sci-fi pilot in the last couple of years I can get my hands on. And just by happenstance, right after getting XCOM, I watched uh, Colony with uh, with Lost alums Josh Holloway and Carlton Coos. And uh, it's about, it's about uh, aliens controlling the world, just like XCOM. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good motif. Yeah, so this pilot, this sci-fi pilot that I've never completed, it's low-grade sci-fi. It's low-grade. It's X-Files-level sci-fi. Uh, maybe even lower. Because X-Files is kind of like a monster of the week kind of thing, for large swaths of it at least. And this is more of a... We know the aliens are there. It's not a question. So the tentative title that I'm giving it is Foothold, but I never... I suck at titles. So the tentative title is Foothold, and it's all about the irrefutable knowledge that an alien agent, just the one, these are the rules I'm setting up, just the one is on Earth. And he has been for a while. We don't know how long when the series opens. And it's called Foothold because I want to obey some of the laws of physics on this one. I really don't like... I'm fine with faster-than-light travel. Uh, such a staple of, of sci-fi at this point. We don't need wormholes. We, we FTL, I mean, come on. Mass Effect, for Christ's sakes, took over the world. So, <clears throat> it's not that FTL travel doesn't exist. Or even that, like, Star Trek-style FTL, where literally uh, ships are moving at, uh, at something like a hundred million times the speed of light. That's not the issue. The issue that I have with it, and what I really want to play around in this series, is it's really very costly 
to move a giant ship full of shit across the universe. It is super expensive. It's, uh, it's too expensive, frankly. And I also, I don't like how it's such a trope where the aliens gotta do it. It's do or die, baby. Uh, that also doesn't make for very good conflict, because then your antagonist is single-sided. The, they, they gotta. There's no choice. So, I don't like that. So, the premise is that this agent, single agent, on Earth is trying to create a foothold. And the foothold is, if they can accomplish their project, and of course that's kind of the mystery, then all their buddies get to come through. Um, and I like this a lot because it's just one dude. And that's not like, it's not like a plot twist, like, guess what, there's actually a thousand. No. No, the whole first season... There's one agent. <clears throat> he is, or she is, or it is, uh, not knowable. Even though we know it's there, even though we see it. Because, I gotta tell you guys, I'm leaning towards a cold open where we just open with the a fucking alien. Like, let's skip the pretense. We've all seen enough horror movies. Let's do it. But we don't actually see the alien even though we see it. Like, it's in some kind of suit or something, is what I'm playing around with. And we never see it outside the suit. At least not before, like, the finale or something. And so everybody knows the alien's there, and the alien is causing some havoc, but the world kind of adjusts, right? The world kind of accepts that the alien is there, and it's just the one. So we're not really, like, everybody wants to capture it, sure, but life goes on, right? Like... So I'm leaning towards a cold open where the alien causes all kinds of havoc, and then we open like a year and a half later. Um, and I know you're supposed to start stories where they start, but come on. I, I, feel, I feel real heavily on this one. There's just the one dude walking around. We haven't seen him in months. He hasn't attacked anybody in a year. Uh, we'll get him eventually. Come on. We gotta, we gotta fucking work on our taxes. And that's kind of what I want to go with. And then the pilot is, of course, this guy, this rogue scientist, if you will, who has, <laughs> as a writing device for me, invented, before the alien arrived, invented the science, the discipline, if you will, of of xenopsychology. <laughs> But he's an actual scientist in an actual discipline. I can't... I haven't figured out if it's physics or chemistry or, or what have you. But he he came up with this whole thing before the alien came. And so, of course, he becomes kind of a... Uh-oh. He becomes kind of a celebrity um, in a post-alien world. But then that's also faded. So he spent his money on booze and hookers or whatever. Uh... He's in the limelight again. Nobody really cares about the alien anymore. It's just like the Apollo missions, right? Uh, it only took like three Apollo missions before people stopped giving a shit and watching them on TV. Kind of like that. People don't give a shit about him, even though he was right about everything. In this discipline that he totally just made up and was not sincere about. 
So the pilot is him. I'm thinking like a guard in like Nigeria or something, like a presidential guard who's the only one who pushes the alien back in the cold open. So the scientist, the soldier, and then, you know, just like a team of, just like a team of people, uh, kind of XCOM style, just like the best of the world, frankly. I have a, I have a little bit right there. Careful, Tumblrinas, you might, you might suffer a little bit on this one. I do talk about race in this pilot because we're <laughs> still humanity and we still have that, that issue to overcome. So one of the jokes that this scientist makes is like, no, 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 we are definitely going to need an Asian engineer on this one. And then, you know, they get called whatever, bigot, racist. Uh, and he goes, listen, <laughs> I don't think you understand. I don't mean genetically. I mean from India or China, maybe South Korea, because we need somebody who will do 20 hours of work a day every day <laughs> until we catch this fucker. Uh, and I think that's a funny joke. So, so far it's staying in. It's made it two passes. Uh, but yeah, he assembles, he assembles this team, essentially. Uh, because, and I'm leaning towards one of two things here. Uh, either there's a spike. There's like a spike in something. I don't know. Somewhere fishy. When they go to investigate it, they can't figure it out. You know, the the seal, the seer team or whatever can't figure it out. So he comes in. Or he just fucking is right a second time and he almost can't believe it himself. And then after he's right a second time, <laughs> the government starts taking him seriously. I kind of like the second one. All of this came about. All of this came about because I had this idea. And I, I did a rough outline for it. I didn't get to the second phase of outlining for me. But just the title was Something Fucky in Iceland. Right? And the entire premise was that it was this cop from uh, Denmark originally who served in Afghanistan, uh, just couldn't kind of get over their PTSD. So they moved to Iceland uh, where none of the cops have really seen any kind of combat, and then a fucking single alien shows up in Reykjavik. And they're obviously up to no good. And it takes place over seven hours, eight hours, um, however long. I was going to do the research. How long would it take for uh, a chopper full of people who have seen serious combat to get there? That's how long the story was going to take place over. And uh, just this, just this cop with PTSD... Just not having a very good day, but it's night because it's Iceland. <laughs> so that's actually like, I was like, there's just not enough. This is so much fun, but there's not enough here for this story. And it's kind of transformed into this foothold pilot. Wow, I've been talking about this a while. Uh-oh. This is embarrassing, especially since you guys are never going to get to read it. Sorry. This is... Mind of a writer. It never stops. Um, yeah. So, been making another pass at that. And it's fun when watching TV shows and, uh, and that kind of thing really helps you just get back into it. Because that's coming up against a hard deadline here in the next couple of months. I have to have it finished and polished and all that. Yeah. So that's what I'm writing besides 
all this goddamn smut right now. Mostly that pilot. Oh, I saw another pilot because, again, I'm watching Space Pilots. Uh, the Expanse. Pretty okay. Pretty okay pilot. No idea where it goes from there. It does suffer a little bit from, uh, uh, what do you call it? Adaptionitis, I guess. When the source material is too revered, so you don't make as good of a screenplay as you could because you're trying to be too faithful to the source material. Yes, that's a thing. Um, it's got a little bit of that, but it's still good. Thomas Jane looking all sexy. I guess he's just Tom Jane these days. Why would you change your name from Thomas Jane to Tom Jane? <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, still, still looking all sexy. Always, always trapped someplace. The Tom Jane, whether it be fighting, fighting sharks, <laughs> or fighting aliens, Tom Jane always just trapped, trapped in a class case of emotion. Poor, poor dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow! This was super rambly. Like I can, I can feel it, but I'm not ashamed. Maybe that orgasm was better than I gave it credit for. Also, how arrogant and dominant is it of me that I'm like, no, not yet, orgasm. Get back in there. Not, uh, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Podcast in the top 50. Ra rah, rah. 49 counts is top 50, right? <laughs> Technically top 50. so thank you guys for that please 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 listen tell your friends everything else since there's no quest and if you're listening at this point you've definitely already if you could written a review or something for me there's no doubt uh you're the best if you made it this far holy crap I don't know how you like me so much, but I'm real happy for it. Uh, I guess we're so far in, I can confess something. And uh, if you ask about this, I think I'm just going to have to delete it. Sorry, trying to just keep the blog, you know, trying to keep it a fun place. I, um, I have been listening to Bernie Sanders give, uh, not speeches, but I've been listening to the man talk for 10 years now. I, um, was a big fan of the Tom Hartman show. Uh, probably still am. I just haven't heard in forever because I'm busy as shit. And I would go out, I would get a breakfast burrito from my favorite place before it closed down. It's gone now, sad. And I would get in my pickup truck because I'm a good old boy at heart. And I would listen to um, Brunch with Bernie was the segment with Tom Hartman for an hour every Sunday. It started on Sunday and then it became a different day of the week and I was sad because I didn't get to hear it but then I found the magic that is podcasts and I did again. <gasps> Everything had a happy ending. So, listening to, I've been listening to him for 10 years. It is Tuesday morning. It's New Hampshire Day as of recording this. Uh, I hope he does good. 
I like him. I never thought he would stand a chance. I, um, I've made no secret that my politics are left of center. Uh, when I'm visiting a European country, and I'm not visiting uh, a right-wing European state either. Uh, I lived there during an election, and so they just had this thing, neutral, like the government just put it out. Not a party, but just the government put it out, and you could identify politically where you were. And I was like, wow, I'm pretty left of center in this country. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're going to kill me when I go back home. Um... Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not that I'm hiding the politics. I just, you know, it's everywhere. That's not what you come to a porn site for. Uh I should know. I go to porn sites. But uh yeah, I hope he does. I hope he does as well as he's projected to. That'd be real cool, especially since if you're listening to this now, this is right about the time that we'll start finding out. So you can imagine me being all panicked as I submit this to you for your approval. Yeah, ramble, ramble, ramble. Jumping Jehoshaphat. Anything else in lieu of a shilling, since I'm all relaxed? Uh, Cookie Clicker version two came out, apparently. I'm gonna have to give that a whirl. Kind of a super cool idol game, or at least version 1.0 was, so we'll get started on that pretty quick. Um, yeah, 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 so we got the podcast, we got the V-Day Blitz, we got me coming for you because you're so good to me, and you are, and that's not a joke or a line, you, if you're listening at this point, are so good to me, and you make me come for you, and then ramble, yeah. Mm. All right, then. I think that should just about do her. Boy, that was... Boy, I sat down not expecting to do this. I can see light starting to form outside, so I'm going to get to it. You listen to the first fucking 13 minutes of this one again. You come for me again. God damn it. And that should take us to close. Thank you so much for joining me again in my <laughs> less than immaculate self and condition. Hopefully next week, everything will be back on track. I think that it will. I'm feeling much better. Thank you for all the well wishes and support that you have sent my way this last week. Please do start sending in some questions again. Even if I'm not 100%, I'm sure I'll be able to at least answer those. If you're listening to this and you made it all the way through, you are a super fan. There's no doubt about it. Thank you again. It means the world to me. Not a lot to say besides that. Do keep your eyes peeled for an audiobook that I think is actually quite a treat and one that I will be pushing several times on this show. Uh, the Best of the Grey Knight 2015. It did just leave production. So it should be on the store fairly soon. Again, you can find that on either Audible or iTunes just by searching The Grey Knight. Uh, it's five hours, and it is some of my absolute favorite works, which comes as a little bit uh, cynically 
after a repeat show. <gasps> oh, I know, but there's uh, there's no winning. There's only losing less. That's what I've learned. <laughs> Thank you again, truly, for all the well wishes, the support, everything else. Uh, it is the one-year anniversary of the Grey Knight doing audio on the Tumblr blog. That is greyknighterotica.tumblr.com. Or you can just get on Tumblr and search for The Grey Knight. I'm pretty sure you'll find me. And, um, yeah, there's going to be some giveaways. There's going to be some free audiobooks and codes and that kind of thing if you do go ahead and join us over this weekend. So thank you again for listening. Have a wonderful weekend ahead of you no matter what. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>